Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. I am Kevin. And I am Danny. And this is episode 16 in our universe. Steadily growing up to 20, to 25, to 50, <laughs> maybe even more. Who knows? This is quite... I'm quite impressed that we made it this far. That's pretty cool. I'm quite impressed we've done two shows in a row. <laughs> I know. That's pretty good, too. And it's just, just going to keep on coming. we got loads of topics and stuff that we've been discussing we want to talk about, even though... Uh, even a little trivia game that we discovered in your house. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> I had that thing. Yeah, we have to give that a shot. So anyway, I guess since last week, I mean, nothing major has happened on my end. Anything major happened on your end? Life good? Everything's great. Uh, everything's wonderful and magical. So anyway. So, uh, man, let's, uh, I guess, I don't know. I have nothing else to say, but let's just go right into the queue. Sure. <laughs> All right. First up in the queue today, we're going to be talking about Car Masters Weekend. Car Masters Weekend. Have you heard of this? No. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this. Well, first up in the queue, I'm going to be informing you about Car Masters Weekend. Oh, awesome! It's an event that they've had now for like this is, this is they're going on their third year, and yeah. they uh, they're going to be celebrating Father's Day at Downtown Disney on the West Side uh, with a classic car show. Oh, cool! And um, it's going to be June 15th through 15th through 16th. And uh, basically, you're going to have meets and greets with Disney, Pixar, Cars, and Cars 2 characters. Right. You're going to have a uh, sock hop over at Splitsville. Hey. You're going to get select discounts on food and shopping and the various more exciting entertainment for who, a whole lot. Wait, who gets discounts? The attendees to this particular event or it's just people in general? I would think anybody in just, general. I oh. don't know that they like it, I don't think you need like a wristband. So it's like a blanket kind of discount kind of deal. I think All so. Right. And cool. I think like part like I bet you like you go there like car show. You can just go ahead and go in. Yeah. But like the sock hop, I know for a fact it's like sixty nine dollars a person. Oh, wow. OK. So you get your poodle skirt out and you know. <laughs> That's got to be for lo- I can't even imagine walking around the Magic Kingdom all day or Epcot or whatever and then like, okay, honey, it's 7 o'clock. Let's go boogie on down over to Splitsville and dance the night away. Yeah, man. It's like, where's the jacuzzi? Yeah, yeah. Somebody, you know, somebody will do that. Somebody will have the energy and the spunk. Maybe some of those old, old, old guys will have the spunk to live their life and go, you know, they'll, they'll take off, do half a day at the park. Here's a touring plan. Do half a day at the park. Mm-hmm. Go back. Take a nap. Relax. Go get you some dinner. Maybe in your poodle skirt. Who knows? <laughs> and then go have some dinner. And just go dance the night away. Dance all the dinner. Oh, that'd be kind of sickening, actually. <laughs> if you dance too hard, you might get a little sick. I yeah, don't know. You, that might. <laughs> you, you probably should. And how old of a guy are we talking about here? I, a guy good enough to, you know, to do all the sock up stuff. Maybe, <laughs> maybe at a slower tempo than, you know. Than what they used to do, I guess. I'm, I'm not too sure, but I'm, maybe, you know, you get these guys doing one-handed push-ups. You know, they might be able to uh, to really just rock and roll it all night long. You know, just with, with their sweethearts and stuff. Well, Florida is known for its retirees. Yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> so I mean, maybe the weather is uh, more beneficial for all that. Maybe they can sock hop better up there. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, so you can go ahead and do that, and uh, you're gonna have a what you call classic muscle. Cars, uh, which call exotic cars for people like over 150 different cars that you're going to be able to, to take a look at is oh, what they're cool. saying. And you can get your pictures taken with um, Lightning McQueen, Mater, and uh, oh, that's neat. Probably your favorite Finn McMissile. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> big cars two fan. 
Uh, I mean, I, I like Cars. I didn't mind Cars too. I, just, I don't know if uh, Finn McMissile is not really up there as far as. I mean, I like the actor that was voicing it. Michael Caine? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's Alfred. <laughs> you know, the Batman movies. Not to bring a DC guy into a Marvel <laughs> franchise, but, you know, it's magic. Magic's ma- It's still magical to me. Uh, well, you know, to me it signifies the down, not, not downfall, but the, the drop in quality of Pixar. Yeah? That movie. I didn't mind the movie. It wasn't like, you know, it was the first Pixar movie that I saw. I'm like, well, I didn't need to see this. Yeah. Well, everything else you saw is like, oh, this is stunning. This is, you know, it's beautiful. It's a different story. It's some, It's like, okay, this is the characters with, you know, any real right. story or message behind it. This is just going to be, you know, fluff. This is going to be a film about, you know. Well, it was centered around Mater, I think. You know, a lot of people seem to think that, the car story. You know, it's hard because the first one I thought was just great. Great story, mm-hmm. you know. It's the John Lasser was traveling around with his family, you know, talking about the interstate and how the loss of the right. the rural country roads, the state roads, and stuff. Where people took their time to drive and everything. That was a great story, great backstory. That a whole other story that they had about the racing thing, you know, just absolutely beautiful. The small towns, and then you know, how do you follow that up? You know, people were clamoring for cars too, but how do you? I would have trouble trying to think of something. I mean, not to say that I'm a, I'm a super duper awesome story writer mm-hmm. but i would have trouble even in my little world thinking of something to follow something that epic up you know were people really clamoring for cars too well i don't, I don't know if they're clamoring was the right word but people wanted more of cars i think really? i don't know if, i don't know if they wanted more of cars or if they wanted more of mater because yeah. mater was a big thing for the i guess the kids the kids really dug mater and everything else you see i thought it was a it was a well done film i was pleasantly surprised uh because i really didn't care about it's the first film. cars right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i was over the first cars um but you know i, I really kind of think that we said all that needed to be said <laughs> yeah in the first cars the i really didn't need to see a, a revisiting because i mean they'd already shocked me once that made, they made me care about these characters right i didn't think they were going to be able to do it again they really didn't yeah um but at the same time, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I watched a bad film. I just felt like I saw. I mean, generally, a Pixar movie is an event, a right. once a year event that you look forward right. to, and you know you're going to see some quality. And what I saw was, you know, again, fluff. Fluff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't say it was my favorite Pixar movie. What was the one that followed? It was Brave, mm-hmm. right? And I, know, I knew you weren't a big fan of Brave. Not as a much. big fan of Brave. And, and, and Rick and Ralph, yeah. And it, I thought Rocket Ralph was genius. Rocket Ralph was great. Rocket Ralph. Oh yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think we covered this when we when we talked about the 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 sequel to Finding Nemo. Yeah. Film, Finding we, Dory or whatever it was, and I said you know generally you run into trouble when you start taking these movies and you take these little side wacky characters right. that are meant to be taken in small doses and you throw them up on the screen and say okay this is. This is now your lead. Right. Now right, you're gonna right. see. You, know, you might have seen him in small doses before, but now he's gonna he's gonna lead the movie, and it didn't work so well. And I think that was kind of a lot of what happened with Cars. But I mean, really, right. they had abandoned any message of you know learning life lessons. It all became right. like a little James Bond espionage kind right, of right. fun, totally different type of story, flighty, yeah. you know, yeah. thoughtless kind of flick. Yeah, I you know it wouldn't. They might have. I don't know. Uh, they might have done well releasing it as like a direct-to-video thing, like they did with all the Little Mermaid movies and the Pocahontas two and stuff yeah. like that. I wouldn't have minded like that. Yeah, you know, I would have watched it. I don't. I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm trying to I see. I'm, I'm. You know, I got my. No, wait, no, it's upstairs in my in my little girl's room. I was wondering if we even own Cars too. I have Cars too. I bought it. I, you know, 
My little girl liked it for a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she, we always go back to the original Cars. She likes that one better. Yeah, it is you a know. better film. It, it's 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 really really good story. I was I was amazed myself. It's funny that the kids recognize them because I mean, I, you know, you, you see these meaningful moments in that right. in that Cars film, like you know when they're driving, they're having that drive and they're connecting, right. and Lightning McQueen's realizing this is fun being yep. here in this small little town, and you get the little sad sequence, um, you know where. It, He's come to terms with the whole thing with the Hudson Hornet and stuff like that. Right. And there really is a lot of lulls in that movie where they allow the emotion to set in. Where in Cars right. 2, it's all fun and flighty and, yeah. and nothing really. Is. So it's amazing that even a, a child can pick up on that. Right, it's right, like, right. Yeah, this one, not so much. Just yeah. Not so much going on. It was cool, though. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, Batman reference. Michael Keaton. Chick. Chick Hicks. Was that, was that the name of the, the, the green car? That was in the car, first Cars yes. movie? Yeah. So yes. there you go. There's the, the first. Tim Burton Batman guy. Just had, had to bring that up. That was pretty cool. That's two Batman uh, in, in a uh, in a Cars movie. You had uh, Michael Caine as Alfred and yeah. Cars too. Uh, this is a, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had two Batman related people. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, so on, on my next piece of news is for the D twenty three subscribers at the Expo at two thousand thirteen. The Disney theatrical production is going to present Broadway and Beyond. Um, basically, this is a, a little special event that they're doing for everybody that attends the D twenty three Expo. Um, Thomas Schumacher, president and producer of Disney Theatrical Productions, will host a musical journey into Disney's history on Broadway and beyond. Uh, they're going to have an all-star lineup. They're going to have Heidi Blickenstaff, who played the Little Mermaid on Broadway, Ashley Brown, who was uh, Mary Poppins and was also involved with Beauty and the Beast, uh, Merle Dandridge, who Tarzan and Aida, Josh Strickland was tar- uh, in Tarzan, and Alton Fitzgerald white in the lion king on broadway they're going to sing beloved songs from these uh, musicals as uh, well as classic tunes from other broadway things from the broadway catalog um the performance will take place on friday august 9th at 6 30 p.m on stage 23 so any of our d23 listeners out there you know keep an eye at that it should be a pretty cool event to see all those like a little variety show uh, revolving around all their major broadway productions i was a d23 subscriber were you yes i was for I like know. three years straight no kidding. Yes, I had I no was. idea. And and how did how did how that go for you? <laughs> yeah, that good, um, huh? <laughs> I like the magazine that yeah. came along. Like what, what was it? Four times a year, you got a magazine. Yeah. But basically, unless you lived in California or had enough money to go ahead and, and um, you know fly out to right. to California for the expo, there really wasn't a whole lot of point to be. They really didn't do anything for you. Um, to continue on, like every once in a while, you would receive like a cool little item. Like one time, they sent us a calendar right. of never bef- never built attractions, right? Which was huh. really really cool. You still have that? Yeah. Oh, in fact, it's right there, right next to you. Oh, okay. If you look uh, right there, if, we, we we can do it in a, in a, in a second. yeah, we can do that. In a, yeah, we. In, <laughs> in fact, sure. right next to it, some of the D twenty three magazines. Oh, um, okay, cool. But uh, yeah, I love the magazine stuff like that. I just couldn't continue to justify, right? You know, you're just paying that money and it's it, not getting yeah, as it, much it was, out. Little over a hundred dollars, I want to say, and yeah, yeah for so a you ma- were a charter for four member. magazines. Yes, I was. I was wow, a charter member. go ahead. I even have the card in my wallet still. I have. I've. I've never did it. I never signed up for it. I never went for it. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, and next up in the queue, uh, Disney is eyeing a theatrical Muppet stage show. Whoa, possibly for <laughs> Broadway, or uh, I don't know if like a traveling kind of touring kind of thing. But Disney Theatrical Productions has quietly initiated. Early explorations of a live live stage show featuring the Muppets. Huh, interesting. They uh, recently did a, a 
a test show over at the Disney New Amsterdam Theater okay. uh, for a couple of uh, staffers and incorporated 85 Muppets and a handful of sets into uh, a live theatrical show, taking in, in, in mind the, the, the eyesight that you would have right. uh, to see the puppets would, I guess, would, without, I guess, seeing the performers uh-huh. doing the puppets. And um, so I guess they're doing it with hiding the before. So it's not like an Avenue Q thing where you see the performers. They don't. Well, the puppets. Yeah, that's my suspicion. They don't come out and say that. But according to the article, it says uh, juggling puppetry needs with audience sight lines and all the other physical demands of legit theater, huh. which, you know, seems to indicate to me that, yeah, if, they're, if you're worrying about the audience sight lines then you probably don't want them to see the uh, performer. I was going to say, if you saw the performer, that would be so almost not Muppet. Yeah. In the vein of, you know? Absolutely. I mean, th- there is some stuff that they did. Like, they did, um, they used to do a show on uh, the Disney Magic, the, the cruise ship. Right. Where uh, they had the Muppets on there, and they did Manamana, and, and you can find it on YouTube. And, and basically, it was shot like it was a TV show, but the performers were right in front of you. And the, and the right. shot that you were looking at on the big screen was what was being filmed, and you couldn't see the performers. But right. if you looked straight down in front of you, you could see what was going on. Huh. Um, but uh, Thomas Schumacher, the guy you were just talking about, said right. it, it was a test concept and that, uh, what you call it? Um, okay. And that for now, it's just a possibility, but it is a promising one, and he's very intrigued. Oh, very so cool. you might see a Muppet show on Broadway. Oh, very good. It would be really cool. I mean, That would be very neat. I wouldn't mind them just bringing them back to the parks and, and doing um, a Muppet show. Like I mean, like a stage show in the parks? Exactly. Kind of that would uh, be cool, too. Either a stage show or doing like an animatronic ride-through kind of thing. Right. I mean, you know, that's the one thing about the Muppets. I mean, in the age of, of 3D animation right. and all that stuff, I mean... You can't go to the park. If, if you see Buzz Lightyear or Woody in the park, I mean, you immediately, it's like, oh, that, that's not them. Right, I mean, right. You have to see the 3D rendering of them you know, right. uh, in, in, um, on some kind of a screen. Right, right. Uh, the Muppets are the, like that rare character where if you stuck a, stuck a Muppet on, on like one of those little uh, animatronic arms, mm-hmm. it would look just like the character that you're used that to you're seeing. seeing. Exactly. Right, right, so, right. I mean, that's the one thing where I think... Or I'm saying the mechanical arm, but I mean if you did live theater where right. the, the the characters would look like the characters are supposed to look, right. so you could kind of pull it off, and the kids would really be thinking, oh yeah, there is Kermit, there is Fozzie, yeah, Miss um, Piggy, and all that Gonzo, yeah, exactly. Totally. So I, I would love to see them do something like that. I would actually like to see that, and hopefully I get hired to play it if they come around, because exactly. I'm sure it's going to be a musical because it's the Muppets, you know, they got to sing. Well, on the test show, Kermit was singing uh, "Rainbow uh, Connection." Of course, that's his. That's his hit. <laughs> that's his one-hit wonder. No, I'm sure well, he that, has a bunch of hits, but that's yeah, like the one say. he's known for. <laughs> Not easy being green. No, yeah, oh, that's a pretty good one too. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I mean, how could I forget about that one? That was pretty good. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. I'd be, I'm, I'm anxious to, to see how that comes out, and hopefully, it, it it works enough to where they actually go through with it. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. All right, uh, last couple bits of pieces of news that I have is that uh, Grand Floridian has been announced, the villas, and I'm sure they're starting to book things now for DVC. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the uh, Disney Vacation Club, and they sent me out this nifty little thing a couple weeks back. Uh, figure maybe, maybe a lot of y'all probably already know, but I just figure I'd just uh, mention this because uh, it's actually pretty interesting for anybody that's looking to do a DVC. If you heard our big DVC show and you might be interested in buying on. Um, for those that are already members of the Disney Vacation Club, uh, they're offering a $145 per vacation point add-on uh, 
when you make uh, add on some points at the Dizzy Grand Floridian. So um, you're able to do that now. The price does increase on June 19th. That's coming up soon to $150 per vacation port if you wanted to add on for members. And I'm sure that's about the same time that they're going to start opening up to everybody else uh, to purchase into this resort. Okay. Um, but that, yeah, that's the me uh, member only pricing thing that they sent out. And everything looks pretty good with the, the Grand Floridian. You know, they, ha they sent out this little mailer, and I'm sure you can see it on the website, uh, the different size rooms and stuff that they have, uh, their layouts of the deluxe studio, the one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and the three-bedroom Grand Villa. Uh, so good thing this will be a, another monorail resort with a three-bedroom Grand Villa that's going to be happening. So looking forward to checking that out, you know. And I know that was one of the places you were mentioning that you might want to buy into if you decided to go DVC. Yeah, if I had the money to go DVC, that would definitely be the place to do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but $150 per vacation point. Ooh, that's, that's steep. Well, <laughs> I mean, but it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it really doesn't matter what your home resort is except that you get to book it out a little bit earlier. That's right. what we were saying on the show. So, I mean, you know, anybody who who's a member of the Disney Vacation Club can go ahead and stay over there. It's not like... You know, it's not like this. It's it's really kind of thing. Well, oh, if, right. I, if I buy into DVC, I have to have the <laughs> right, right, right. The Grand Floridian. Um, the th the cool thing for you is, as I know, you travel during the off season, a lot of times, right? You don't really travel during a lot of peak seasons, right? As I'm assuming. So you, for you, if you were in a vacation club, regardless of where you buy into, you'd probably be able to book it pretty easily um, at those point as those times in the year, because of when you travel. Yeah, you know. Uh, so maybe something to think about, something to shop around for. And lastly, for those people interested, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival for 2013. All the special events, dates, and prices have been announced. And booking will begin on August 13th. So, and actually on August 13th, it'll begin exactly at 7 a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you take note of that if you're looking to get be part of the action. And of course, you know, if you don't know what the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, I'm sure everybody knows what the Epcot Food and Wine Festival is. Uh, you know, events going from September to October and into November a little bit. Um, but yeah, make sure if you want to start booking for all those different special events, and they have it listed on their website, um, things like the French regional lunches and the Scotland Land of Food and Drink, the Hibachi Experience or the Parisian Breakfast, mm -hmm. so, on, so on and so forth, or the 3D Disney's Dessert Discovery, which happens on three nights. Those are some special events that they're happening. Um, that's going for like I'm jumping ahead here, sorry. But yeah, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. So if you're in California, take note of the time change or else you'll be behind everybody else wanting to book for those dates. Because um, the special events they have, like I said, the 3D Disney's Dessert Discovery, which happens on October 4th, 11th, and 25th. Um, it's $55 or $90 if you want to get a sweet seat, I guess. Um, they have the Epcot Wine Schools, which happen on September 29th, October 27th, and November 3rd. It's $135 per person. You can do the culinary adventures and signature dining. Um, more than 25 dinners throughout the festival. Prices can vary. You have the mixology series. You can taste, shake, and indulge like the French. Happens on Saturdays. Kitchen memories. Cheese seminars. Party for the senses, which is a party that's been around for a while. So all these different kinds of food events and wine events that you can uh, take part of. So if you're interested in that, Go ahead and visit the website for the 2013 Epcot Food and Wine Festival. And there you can download a festival ebook that you can get from the Disney Food Blog. Um, and you can uh, also get a lot of different website links uh, from the Disney Food Blog that links everything dealing with this particular festival. So, 
Uh, if you're interested on that, booking begins August 13th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And on that note, let's head on, head on to the hub. All right, on this week's hub, we're discussing the travel season that we're in the midst of at the moment, uh, which is the summer travel season. And I wanted to specifically discuss ways of keeping cool and more specifically, keep cool with kids in mind if you happen to be traveling with little ones. So I just want to give my ideas and my pointers and things that I've done, because usually when I end up traveling, it's usually in the hot summer months, um, usually in June, maybe May. Uh, sometimes I travel in February if I'm lucky, but most of the time it's been during what's been pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And if there, you know, the weather here in New Orleans has been pretty hot and pretty muggy, so if it's anything similar to what's going on down there, I'm sure it's going to be just as hot and just as muggy down in Florida. So I want to kind of give my uh, tips on this little travel edition of the Hub to see what you, uh, you know, what I do and what has worked for me uh, to kind of help you guys out. Uh, hopefully with your travel plans uh, for anybody traveling future summers or if you happen to be traveling in upcoming weeks or in the coming months uh, during the, some of the hot seasons because I mean we're, we're in the midst of it now it's you know yeah it's hurricane season and everything else but yeah it's also gonna be very hot very humid um, the first thing I want to lead off with is making sure that in you I'm sure you've heard this but I'm gonna say it again is that you stay hydrated everybody in the family should you know the little kids mom dad grandma grandpa stay hydrated it's humid out there so which means you know when you sweat it's not gonna uh, easily evaporate so keep the water going into your system so to help do, you stay cool and everything else do they let you get away with bringing in um i water I've, bottles and coolers and stuff yeah i was gonna say coolers yeah i've seen people grow rolling coolers mm-hmm. and stuff and everything else i don't know what they do with it i don't know if they check it in somewhere whatever um, I was I, gonna say, how do you ride any of the attractions? I mean, do you just have to switch out, like do cooler watch, like, ba- ba- baby swap, or cooler yeah. swap? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm or sure. I park guess park the cooler with the uh, with the uh, what do the you call baby it? stroller? Yeah, the stroller. Yeah, probably so. I'm not too sure. Usually, what I end up doing is I bring this. I have this well manly diaper bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's made by JJ Cole, which I actually got this idea from a van of Netcot fame. Uh, he used to do a podcast called Netcot, or maybe he still does. I don't know. <laughs> um, I haven't seen the shows late, but I do enjoy his show. But I digress. But he had this uh, suggested this diaper bag. You know, it's like a sling. It looked like a bandolier. It's slung over one shoulder, and it had a bunch of different little compartments. And part of it was this little bottle holder, which kind of kept things insulated and cool. Mm-hmm. So I'd take a you know I'd take a frozen water bottle and I'd stick it in there, and it would last pretty much the entire day. It would stay pretty cool. Or cool enough that it was, you know, it was refreshing, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, you know, I'd take some ice from wherever and pour it into the bottle and, you know, add some more water from the fountain. And it was just fine. So that's why I use in lieu of a cooler. My wife, you know, she brings a backpack and sometimes we'll wrap it in stuff, you know, depending. We'll have the diaper bags and everything else. Because, well, I should preface this by saying, you know, we currently we have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So before we've traveled with the kids in the hot summer months, you know, when they were... <laughs> Um, two years old, three years old, maybe even as uh, old as uh, six months was the first time we traveled with a young'un, you know. But anyway, I'll get into all those different things about how we used to stay cool. But, yeah, 
Water bottles, bring it, freeze it. You hear that old trick, stick it in the freezer overnight, pull it out, and as the day goes by, it slowly melts, even if you don't have something to keep it insulated. And then you got nice cool water for the rest of the day, or at least something to put on your neck to kind of uh, to relieve some of the heat. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not, like I said, it's muggy. It's not going to easily evaporate the perspiration, so it's not going to really cool you like it, sh- like normally it would. Um, an alternative to that, you know, some people will say they wet some paper towels, maybe bring some rags, and just kind of drape it on your neck, you know, to kind of keep things cool and everything else. Um, along with that, what you can do to mix with the water, whatever you have, whatever you use to put water on your um, on your towel and such, is a stuff called Florida water. Are you familiar with this stuff? No, not at all. Um, here, let me pass this. Uh, pass this on to you but it's called florida water and i used to use this when i was in band camp and whatnot and it says it's a cologne or whatever else but we we what we used to do during band camp because band camp would happen in august and it was usually a pretty hot time of year and so one of the band parents would fill a cooler full of water and then mix some of this uh florida water in it and basically it's it's you know it's like alcohol based so it evaporates very readily and so you mix it in with the water and you take your your rags and you dunk it in there and soak it up and you stick it on your neck and it just it, it, it almost it pretty much speeds up evaporation so it makes it feel really really cool and it smells neat it's unique i wouldn't say it's like a perfume or a cologne per se but it, there's definitely a pungent what do, you, what do you think of that he's taking a swift i brought a bottle here for danny to check out in case yeah. he's never seen it. it smells like my grandfather it smells like your grandfather yeah who happens to maybe have retired in florida that's florida water wow <laughs> Definitely not, you know, youth, uh, uh, spring youth, uh, the spring of youth. Stings the nostrils. Stings the nostrils, yeah. This is sex panther. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's quite pungent smell. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but it's def- it definitely works. You mix it with, I mean, I wouldn't use it pure, <laughs> you know, by no means. I'd dilute it a little bit. Oh, yeah. And stretch it out. But, you, you know, you could take a water bottle, um, put half of water in there, maybe half, maybe two-thirds, and fill up the rest with the Florida water, mix it in. Throughout the day, take your rag, you know, kind of wet it with that, put it on your neck, man. It, it makes, you know, if we ha- if we're able to, I would do that. Maybe maybe on the later show, I'd do that and let you experience it. But it's actually quite refreshing. So, um, where, a lot of people may have. What's, go ahead. So is it, where did they sell Florida water? They I sell- found it's this at Walgreens. Um, sometimes here. Sell, yeah, here. Here. Believe it or not, I found it at Walgreens. That's where I picked up that particular bottle. Um, also, that's actually that's the only place around here I've seen it. Uh, down in Disney World, I've seen it a, f- a few places. Mm-hmm. Not in Disney World, but in and around the area. Like, mm-hmm. say, at, a, at the Publix or, like, the Goodies or something like that. I've seen Florida water in and out there. Um, Georgia, I've seen Florida water because you know, it gets pretty hot up there as well. Uh, I, I'll go up and teach a camp up in Atlanta and, then you know, in the country, and it gets really, really hot. Mm-hmm. So Florida water, yeah, if you haven't heard about it, check it out. Google it. It's, it's actually a really cool way to stay cool in disney world okay so um that's another way of course with that you know make sure you, you keep your head covered if you can you know wide brim hat get, you got all your pieces covered so you don't get burnt or you can keep the uh the the sun off your face so you're just not, it's not just beating on you relentlessly you know <laughs> so something to keep your you and your kids covered you know if, you, if your kids allow you to uh, you know let it put a hat on them or something you know the mickey ears yeah it's a hat it doesn't really do much for the keep the sun out your eyes or keep you cool it's like one of those goofy hats yeah it's one of those yeah one of those or goofy hats the mad hatter hat yeah. yeah wide brim that totally you know if you have a kid or something that's into that they would totally love that hat but for my kids um when when we're in a stroller you're thinking okay what about like if they're in a stroller and stuff and everything else um i buy a specific stroller and i discovered this when i had my first child 
And the the, uh, the first stroller that I had was a single Graco travel system. I forgot the actual brand name of it. Um, but it, it was actually a really neat little travel system. I had the kid in, one of, you know, the little infant uh, carrier and then that, that attached to the stroller. And when I was traveling with my kids like that and the infant carrier, I used to strap on these different fans. I'll buy these fans from like Toys R Us, like the clamp-ons. And sometimes you'll see a stroller fan at Walt Disney World. It has the big Mickey hand. It's red and it bends over and you can bend it this way, that way. But I'll buy maybe two or three of those. And I'll attach it all over the cart, you know, all the cart, the uh, the the stroller, stroller yeah. yeah, and uh, just to keep the air flowing, you know. So when the little when the, when it was still a little infant, and yeah, I traveled when they were little, yeah, you know, they may or may not remember it, but you know, they had a great time. <laughs> Regardless, you know, they loved seeing the colors and everything else. Uh, it was to introduce, you know, it was my way of kind of weaning them into fireworks. But anyway, I digress. Um, but anyway, yeah, I attached stro- you know, fan in the front, fan in the back, and just constantly definitely keep the air flowing and use the lid i mean the lid the hood that comes with the infant basket mm-hmm. um now that the kids are older i kind of do the same kind of thing um the strollers that i have i have a double b agile it's a brightax b agile which has a, a hood a nice big hood which is why i like it i, I went from that instead of the graco version um and it covers pretty much the entire seating area so your kids stay pretty cool and there's a little window vented window like a mesh window you can peel back and roll up and secure and also, what's really neat about this new stroller that I have, the Brightax, is that you have a vent in the back, a little mesh material that you can roll up and then expose the mesh material, and you can keep air flowing that way. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'll also strap fans, the same fans that I had, uh, to the strollers just to keep things going. You know, and the kids were great. They, they liked it. They liked riding in the stroller. You know, they had little trays to keep their little snacks and foods in as we're rolling through the park, you know, and they were happy as a lark. Now, with that being said, fans. Fans are a great thing. You can buy, like, a personal fan that you hung around your neck. Like, I think when we traveled with some friends of ours, they had some of those, and they're actually really, really cool. Um, But the fans that I like are the Mr. Fans. You know, it's like, yeah, you see them all over the park, especially this time of year. Um, I think they're yellow-colored now. When I first bought them, they were red. So it's actually kind of neat. It almost becomes like a little collector's thing because it seems like they they change color depending on who they buy it from, I guess. I don't know. but anyway, yeah, it's just battery-operated fan attached on top of a little water pump thing that sprays. Spray bottle. Yeah, the uh, top of a spray bottle. It, yeah. it's, and that's, that is very refreshing. Um, you may think, oh, it's just impulse buy capitalizing. But, yeah, you know, that's very refreshing to me. Now, if you don't want to buy the ones in the park, because, yeah, they could probably be maybe a little expensive. You know, it's like you have no other choice but to buy theirs. Think ahead. I've bought a couple from Toys R Us. Again, Babies R Us, to be exact. They have the exact same kind of thing. Maybe not as big a reservoir as the one from Disney World, but I'm sure you can. I mean, those are readily available. Same kind of concept. You know, you have a little neck strap that attaches to the spray bottle. You have a battery-operated fan. You have a little reservoir for the water with the, the spray mister kind of deal. It works the exact same kind of way. And that's a great way to keep you and your kids. And the kids love playing anything that squirts water in the face or your mommy and daddy's face. They love doing that. And I have no problem in a hot day them squirting me with you know water you know, that's just just fine with me you know any other day they get you punished yeah yeah any day you would be upset well i don't know i probably scored them back you know <laughs> i have i'm armed with the sink sprayer thing whatever they call it i don't know exactly what they call it but the thing on the sink that just <laughs> sprays and you know i'm armed with that They're like the dishwasher thingy on the thing I know yeah that's right yeah the dishwasher thingy but anyway uh yeah those little spray fans man those things are magnificent like i said you know if you think ahead you don't have to buy the ones from disney you can buy the ones from like say babies are raw, so you can find some on Amazon or any other kind of online outlet. I mean, I'm sure it's up teams ways 
for you to be able to do that. So, yeah, so you got the fans attached to the strollers. You have the spray mister fans. Um, you got the water bottles and everything else. Um, if you didn't want to deal with all that, some people, my mom used to carry around a little uh, fan that she bought from Japan, <laughs> you know, the, or a little <laughs> Chinese fan that folds up so she could stick it in her purse. Mm-hmm. And when it got hot, she'd unfold it, especially when you're waiting in lines and queues and stuff. At least the older cues were just a bunch of switchbacks, you know. It got really stuffy and hot in there with everybody yeah. kind of shuffling around. You know, she just break out a little fan, you know, open it up, you know, Chinese uh, 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 like geisha style or Japanese geisha style and just go at it. Start fanning them themselves, you know. And that's a, it's a compact way, you know. doesn't use any batteries. It always works so long as you don't break it. You know, I've, I've broken one when I was little. Not a good thing because then you didn't have a fan. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you just use your guidebook. You know, the guidebooks back <laughs> yeah. then used to be pretty hefty, so they would stand up to a vigorous fanning of oneself. I remember that. Now they're kind of flimsy, so I don't know how well they'll hold up. You might have to buy, like, a souvenir guide to keep it to keep it going. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just any way to keep the, the air flowing for your kids. That's one of the ways that I, I used to keep them um, comfortable. And, you know, for me, that's, that worked really, really well because, you know, there's a lot of things like, yeah, you should break up your day, and, you know, in the middle of the day when it's nap time, go back to the hotel. Well, we never made it. You know, did my kids throw fits? No, luckily they didn't. They didn't break down or have anything, you know, any of those kind of issues that maybe some of the other kids would do at that time. They just fell asleep in their stroller. You know, the reason, you know, they passed out. It's like, okay, let's, you know, I tell my wife, it's like, all right, let's head back to the hotel. Let the kids take a nap, cool off a little bit. I look down in the stroller, they're passed out, comfortable as can be. And the only reason I contribute to that is just because I had all those little implements in and around the stroller Mm -hmm. to keep them comfortable. And they were out. You know, a lot of times we'd sit there, we might do baby swap or we'd sit and chill, have some coffee or have a coconut while they slept. Oh, coconut. Have a coffee. <laughs> a carrot cake cookie, I think is what I wanted to say. Or yeah. So I'm thinking about our trip at the Hollywood Studios where we did that. Uh-huh. The kid, we look, we're about to head out of the park and, and we look down and both of them are out. Or actually, we had one then. She was out mm-hmm. completely, enjoying her nap. Uh, we had the type of stroller that you recline. So we recline it back for her, opened all the vents. Got all the fans pointed at her, got underneath one of those umbrella table things and just, you know, she chilled and she slept her normal nap time. You know, she slept a whole two hours or so, you know, right there by Pizza Planet. It was great. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, know? you really need to do like uh, pictures of your pimped out stroller because I'm like, I'd love to travel through Disney World in your stroller. No, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a Cadillac. If, if I could fit. Yeah, exactly. You need to put pictures up on the website yeah. of it with the fans and the and the venting and everything. So that way, you know, we can see kind of how the setup works. You know, what would have been really hip is if I would have taken like a cup of ice and be like Uncle Orville in like the Carousel of Progress and just take a fan oh, and there blow you go. it over across the ice, you know, and call it air conditioning. I think that would have <laughs> been the next ultimate step to make it even better i think you got your next idea i know i think i do Except i mean now you don't even need to get the ice because that that would leak all within the stroller now you can get those little frozen uh oh the frozen box yeah there oh, you what go. an excellent idea i have to figure that out you know that's Absolutely. a great idea but anyway for that my kids did fine with what i had the setup that i had that would just be a that would be a way of plussing it i guess <laughs> conditioning the air but yeah i mean i i think i have some pictures if i do I'll, I'll post them up. I can't remember exactly. So, guys, when you're uh, in Disney World and you see a stroller and, and uh, Kevin's name's on that stroller, get that stroller. Get that stroller. <laughs> or if anything, cop a squat and, have, you know, just camp out in the stroller for a little while because you're probably going to be pretty comfortable. Accidentally grab the Kevin stroller. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, along with all that, another thing that can help with uh, reflecting the heat and keeping yourself cool is, you know, cool clothing. There are clothes that... You've seen a moisture wick or they're very light, so they don't really 
absorb uh, too much of the moisture. If they do absorb it, they dis- uh, disperse it really quickly. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, taking the heat away from your body, acting kind of like a radiator. So you can find those light clothings. If you find the light clothing, uh, good idea is to pick maybe some lighter colors, you know, a lot of whites, maybe, you know, bright pinks or oranges or something. Number one, you'll be able to spot your family member. <laughs> if, if, if everybody else in the park is pretty much wearing kind of neutral colors, mm-hmm. chances are if they're wearing something really bright that stands out, you'll be able to find them. So if you have a lost kid, that's a good way to do it. And while your kid is lost, he can also be protected from the sun, <laughs> reflecting <laughs> the rays and stuff and everything else. But, yeah, think about your light colors and everything else, whites, you know, fluorescent pinks, yellows and stuff and everything else. And anything that can help kind of reflect uh, the colors away. Because Lord knows as a parent, when you're like, oh, my God, my child is lost, but thank God he's wearing white. Yeah. <laughs> thank God he's wearing white. He can stay cool. He's nice and cool wherever. He's nice and cool wherever he's lost that, <laughs> you know. Did um, I do that? Like when you're like, you know, like, uh, no, veering off topic here a little bit. But like when you go to Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. they, they go ahead and they give you like a little wristbands that way you match up with your kid or whatever they do. Yeah. Like in Disney World, is there anything that they do? Because when we went with Lily to Disneyland and yeah. we went to Disney World, at no point in time did they do anything to make you match. You know, they didn't. Yeah, they the really child. didn't. Not the one time it. that they did it was in the Dumbo ride. Really? And I got to tell you, you're talking about all these ways to beat the heat. That's me right there. I'm going to Dumbo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you'd have a hard time. You're talking about the new, the redone. Exactly. You're not getting me out of that play area. (laughs) But that's what happens when you enter in with your kid. They make you go ahead and they do almost like a kid check to make make sure you come out with the right kid. That makes sense. No, you know, I don't think they do that. I wonder how they keep track of all that. I'm sure that it has to be something that they do because, I mean... I'm sure child abduction in a Disney park has got to be a major fear right, of right. the Disney company. Oh, so. absolutely. But they seem to do pretty well with Yeah, you it. don't really hear anything about it. No, usually the families stay pretty together, and, and, and luckily I, I haven't had any issues with it, you know, and all that. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, bright clothing, loose clothing. Um, now, suffice it to say, that doesn't mean wear sandals in the park, you know, or flip-flops or whatever else. You want to make sure that your footing is your, your shoe of choice or whatever, footwear of choice is comfortable for walking in the park, you know? Walking shoes. Don't, I see some people in heels, and I don't know how they do that. You know, maybe they're that comfortable in heels, but, Lord, that would hurt me, you know? Yeah. Or me and my wife. You know, she barely wears heels as it is, but, I mean, walking through the park all day, mm-hmm. you know, Nuh-uh. Nah, not not going to do it. I don't know? care what kind of shoes you're wearing. You're lucky if after five days you don't have at least one blister. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you take some steps to make sure your footwear, then that will help you kind of stay cool because then you're not stressed mm-hmm. over what's happening down there. And just, you know, add that stress to everything with the heat. just amplifies things, just makes things worse. Um, so another thing we've done is take use, and you've heard me say this on podcasts before, the baby care centers. If you've got little kids, man, go for it. Those things are great. Great place for your kids to kind of chill out. Usually there's a, you know, if the kid's not nursing, there's usually a little room where you can sit and chill. And they usually have like Disney cartoons and movies playing on the TV and they have a little lounge area. Yeah. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You know, got a little restroom. It's usually not loud, you know, because it's a pretty quiet area because, you know, everybody, you know, for the most part, you need to have a kid to even hang out in there. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. If you, if you just go in there, it doesn't really, doesn't really work. But I guess for the older people, I mean, go inside. Go inside somewhere. You know, maybe if it's not an attraction, you know, definitely like hang out in the gift shop. There's a lot of stuff to see. Even if you don't want to buy anything, like some of the details in those shops, I mean, you can check out. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. 
Oh, there's some a, of the detail work that they got going on in there. Yeah, there's a ton of places that I can think of just off the top of my, te- my head that I could think that I'd like to just linger in. Yeah? Um, you know, aside from the Emporium, I'm trying to, um, what you call it, the, um, like the, the arcade over there over at Space Mountain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great place to just kind of kill some time over there. Yeah. Um, What's the other one I was thinking of off the top of my head? Well, you know, but, but that being said, while you're thinking of that, it's like, you know, they, they make fun of, like, Disney dumping you into a gift store. But on a hot summer's day, man, yeah, <laughs> dump me into that gift store. Let me hang out there for a little bit, you know. And then, you know, when I'm, I'm good and ready to go, I just head on out, brave the heat a little bit, go to my mm-hmm. next attraction kind of deal. Interventions. Know? That was the other thing I was thinking of. Is, is, is Ep- I mean, Epcot really is the best. If you're going to, you know, if you know one day is going to be hotter than right. the rest – Plan that day at Epcot because that is the place that I can think of that has the most. I mean, obviously, stay away from World Showcase. Yeah, show, it, World Showcase can be rough in the heat. Yeah, but if you stick in Future World, I mean, all those pavilions. I mean, going into Ellen's Energy Universe, yeah. you're out of the heat for about you know an hour and a half. Yeah, that attraction is a crowd gobbler, and mm-hmm. it's very, very comfortable. I like, I like that heat. You know, I mean, that, that ride, that attraction. <laughs> Generally, you go on a fast track, you're going to be inside when you're waiting yeah. in the queue. Uh, same with the land. Yeah. Spaceship Earth, usually they have an outdoor queue, so take note of when you decide to hit that ride. You know, sometimes in the morning, like around 11 a.m., the, the sun really starts to beat down on that queue, so just be conscious of that. Yeah, but aren't you standing in the shade of Spaceship Earth when you're there? So, I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. Well, depending on how long how the line wraps, is. Yeah. Like, usually in the morning when everybody hits Spaceship Earth because it's the first thing, they'll start wrapping around on either side of the, see, the that, attraction. So you catch th- the shade for a little bit, but then yeah. you're back out in the sun. See, that's a different, I'm so used to going in the winter months. I'm so used to going in, in, right. in the fall. Um you know, and you go. And I avoid the summer like the plague. Uh, Believe me, if I could, I would. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, I would. Because um, I got a taste of some like winter traveling and everything else, and it was like, oh, I got to come here more often okay. this time of year. There's a difference yeah. between, oh my God, my wife loves it here, my kid loves. It. I mean, I remember being a kid and going for New Year's. Yeah. And that's like the busiest. Like New Year's Eve is like the busiest day in right. the park. Like because everybody. Like gives each other Disney vacations the week after Christmas. I guess everyone's right. off. Everyone's going to Disney World, and I just remember, I, I, and, and it's it's weird to say this as a kid, but I really remember being unhappy, being at Disney World, being like, I want to go home. Right. I'm staring at people's butts all day. Oh yeah, it's like the between Christmas and what New Year's, like yeah. the crowdest time, of, crowd most crowded time of year in the parks. Yeah. I would never do that again. Would uh, and I remember one time going for summer and just being. You know, like, why can't we stay at the pool? Yeah. I just want to stay at the pool. And they're like, <laughs> no, you got to go see this attraction. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that's that's what I would say is, that, you know, you try and pick places that have, uh, you know, areas where you can just linger and, yeah. just, and just chill out and just try not to force yourself to do too much. Yeah, yeah, take your time if you can. I mean, don't try to – if you got to – I can understand the people that have to commando it just because, you know, maybe they don't have enough time or can afford enough time to stay there and really see everything. But you, I could th- still think you could do it smartly, you know. You don't have to be, throw yourself out there in the sun. Or can I give you this suggestion? Seriously consider going to Disneyland instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. There's <laughs> if, that. If you want to hit Disney in the summer, seriously – consider just going to disneyland the weather over there during the summer is so temperate it's cool i remember going there in this that was like the last time right. i went during the summer months we went in may right 
and we're walking around and it's like it feels so great out here it's so cool because you know here you're accustomed to the heat because you're so miserably and suffocatingly hot right right but then like you'd go over there and i wouldn't even put on sunblock and i'd come home and I'm, i mean not come home go back to the room and you're, you're you can see you're getting sunburned and you're like how's that happening i don't feel hot or uncomfortable right at all right because the, the weather's so nice right um so yeah as long as you put on sunblock over there you're fine and you feel much cooler so i would absolutely suggest that you know, if, if it's an option to you, if you can do it, why not consider Disneyland during the summer? Right, right, exactly. Um, so anyway, yeah, duck into places that you can find and you should be able to stay cool like that. Um, obvious things, sunscreen, make sure you have some sunscreen, you know, sunglasses, you know, kind of help beat the heat kind of stuff. Uh, even for your kids, my kids enjoyed wearing their little Mickey sunglasses and everything else. Um if you really, if you really want to kind of avoid the hotter parts of the day, you know, travel during the uh, morning, go there for rope drop, do your little touring, head back during the hottest part of the day, maybe grab some lunch somewhere, go back uh, toward the evening, after late afternoon, evening when it starts to cool off a little bit, you know, do those times of days of uh, touring the parks. Um, in the meantime, you know, if if you if you want to do something during the middle of the day, you can go to Disney Quest or you can. Um, I guess there's Splitsville now. You can go and hang out. You mm-hmm. can go check out World of Disney. You know, again, but the same rules apply when you start getting into like Village Marketplace. You got all the different shops, so you may you may be thrown out into the sun a little bit. But you know, just pick maybe one thing. You don't have to do like I said, like we said, everything uh, in in one sitting if you can uh, if you can help it. You know, one of the things that uh, my daughter gravitated towards is there was a particularly hot day that we went. And, you know, nothing close. I'm sure what you dealt with in the summer. Yeah. But uh, we went to Epcot, and there are the fountains. Kind of like in Downtown Disney has them as well. Oh, those little play fountains? Those little play the kids? fountains. Yeah. Oh, they love that stuff. Oh, and yeah. It would help them keep cool. It would keep them excited. And trust me, they, they enjoy that stuff more than they enjoy a lot of the actual rides that you, you drag them on, too. Oh, that sounds like Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if, if you can go ahead, and they generally have, like, little benches and stuff where you can sit. And if yep. you can kind of get yourself out of the heat, find, find a shady spot, yep. let the kids go run around those fountains. Just make sure you bring your change of clothes. Yeah, either that or you're buying it from the gift shop. Right. I mean, or, or t- at least take off their shoes and socks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the rest of them will dry off those wet shoes and socks. Those won't go away. Yeah, some of the, I see some parents, they'll actually put uh, have the kids, instead of un- regular underwear, wear their bathing suit or something. That's a good If idea. they can do that. Like, my four-year-old could probably do that and be fine. You know, and then, you know, they take it off. They have a little bathing suit. They're running around and mm-hmm. they put it back on. You dry off. Bathing suits will usually dry off quickly. And then you put your clothes back on. You're back to turn apart. And then they're cool for us. Even though they're a little damp, you know, they, they, they stay pretty cool. Yeah. Hit that little fan and you're good to go. Here's a little suggestion I got off this website uh, from the Passborders Guide. It's uh, they bought this person bought some ice packs from the dollar store. And it's the kind that you twist in the metal and the gel turns cool. It's one right. of those things. It's kind of like hot hands. Uh, for the winter to keep yeah. your hands warm but in this way cool but that's another great idea that you can do that you can find cheaply to keep your, you and your family cool during the summer mm-hmm. and everything else um all right, a couple of little things left also you know just keep in mind with the uh, uh florida weather in the summer you're always going to get those afternoon showers so you're going to get a little chance to get a little wet and be able to cool off a little bit don't worry, the sun will come back out. <laughs> and unless it's a hurricane, that's a different story. But in the sun will come back out immediately after it starts storming and make everything very humid, thus <laughs> kind of drying you out at the same time. You're like a little orphan Annie there. The sun will come out. The sun will come out, not tomorrow, tomorrow but right after the storm. <laughs> that same day. Today again. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, 
Oh, another thing that you could do to uh, stay cool, you know, if you if not park related, touring related, but if you wanted to, man, hit the water parks. I know that's something that you've done. I have yet Many to do that. You, you know? got to. I don't understand how you could go in the summer and not have done that. I know. I just I just haven't think to do it. You know. I just. Uh, you know. Here's what you do. First of all, don't buy the add-on to your park hopper tickets. Right. Because unless you're planning on going, most people, if you're going to go to a water park, you're going to go to one. You're going to pick one day out of the week, and really, it's kind of comparable. Yeah. Um, but um, in all seriousness, it, it really is one of the best. Uh, uses of your time, yeah. Because you think, okay, I'm going to go to water park. It's not going to be the full Disney. I, I'd almost rather spend my day at the wa- at either of those two water parks than I would spend it at Hollywood Studios huh. or um, what am I thinking? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, like I can go over there and get done what I want to get done at both of those parks in you know a couple of hours. Yeah, and, and see really the the musty attractions for me right um but you know the water parks all day all day you could stay there and and still because i mean it there's not watching the same attraction over and over again you are the attraction you're, right you're, right you make the attraction <laughs> yeah. exactly you're going down the slide you're, you're having a little bit of a um of an adventure there so right. I mean, yeah I, I love it I, I love those i love blizzard beach i love typhoon lagoon typhoon yeah. lagoon's probably my favorite just because of the theming uh, probably the first one. If I go, that would be the first one I want to check out. Yeah, Typhoon just for the theming Lagoon, purposes. It. The only thing you got to worry about with Typhoon Lagoon is is the um, walking. The walking? Yeah, not big, not that there's a lot of walking. It's just that the ground is very. Uh, is it warm? I'm sure. It, it's is hot it and, and and it's it, it's kind of almost gravelly, like it, it it's rough on your feet. Oh, okay. Whereas I I don't know what they did, but they figured out that problem at Blizzard Beach easy. To bring your wa- water socks uh, or aqua socks to uh, Typhoon Lagoon, basically, kind of. Yeah. Kind of protect your feet and whatnot. I usually do that when I go to a water park. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, next time I go, I'll try to make it a point to go to a water park. Please do. Because I'm telling you, you're going to be like, ah, I hate it. We're p- passing out on an extra day yeah. at, the, at the studios. And then you're going to go and you're like, you know, next time I come out here, I, I could probably cut out the studios. Right, just right. do two days, you know, at the water park. Yeah. So if not the water parks, then you can definitely hit your pool at your resort or wherever else you're staying or some kind of water feature or anything else that you can do. Um, but, yeah, the, other than not traveling during the summer, <laughs> which is the ultimate way of, of avoiding the heat mm-hmm. of the summer, if you have to travel during the summer, like teachers and stuff or whatever else, those are some of my suggestions that I've done, some of our suggestions that we've done to stay cool. Um, during those times of years and those are the things that i've done particularly so other people have other methods whatever but i'm just telling you exactly what what, what has worked for me um basically what boils down so just plan plan it out you know to take the suggestions we have if you're going to buy a stroller think about it you know umbrella strollers i didn't mention this earlier but yeah umbrella strollers are not bad and they're little fold-up things Mm. they usually stay pretty cool there's not a lot of material but if you need one of those bigger touring strollers and stuff yeah, take note of how the uh, how it ventilates itself. You know, it'll really make a difference in your child's vacation if you can keep the air flowing in that stroller. You know, and buy the fans, buy you know this that maybe a block of ice or the gel pack or something <laughs> to keep them cool. But yeah, just a little preparation ahead of time, man, will just make uh, do you wonders uh, in the long run. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're not one that's uh, be able to plan for a vacation ahead of time, you know, try to make you know do whatever you can. Have a buddy help you out you know 
uh, email me email me and I'll <laughs> I'll help you out and we can uh, we, we can devise a little plan for you to start preparing for your trip to make sure you got all this and there, uh, there's a bunch of checklists and stuff on the internet to kind of help you with all that so I'm sure there's something there that will work for you but yeah just a little planning hopefully you stay safe in the summer and um, Anyway, Danny, here we are again at the end of another Magic Our Way podcast where we give a little travel advice for these summer months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to those sounds relaxing on the bayou. Uh, that's what it feels like we're doing. We're just unwinding at the bar. <laughs> Talking Disney. Yeah. There's Got a guy. the steamship rolling by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just enjoying yourself on the big Mississippi. With a mint julep. Muddy Mississippi. With a mint julep if you're up north. Or like a, uh, a daiquiri if you're down here. <laughs> they don't have daiquiris in the Disney World, do they? So I guess that wouldn't be a valid option for you to... Well, maybe they have frozen something. I think they have mint juleps in, in Disneyland, but I don't think they have alcohol in them. Yeah. Really? Mint julep without alcohol? I might be wrong on that. I'm That's trying to remember. Hey, it could be right. Who knows? If you're out in California, you know, let us know. Do you have mint juleps out in Disneyland? Maybe we can Google that, too, but... We probably could. We're just yeah. lazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to hear from our listeners, man. So if you have that answer to that question, man, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. And let us know if they have mint juleps out in Disneyland. And if do, do they have alcohol or not, most importantly. You know? But, you know, speaking of alcohol. Well, they definitely don't have alcohol. I can tell you that much. They definitely don't have alcohol in, in the Disneyland park unless you're in uh, Club 33. Uh, that's the only place that, that has alcohol there. But California, downtown Disney, maybe? They would, would they have that? Maybe. I'm, I'm sure. Actually, not, not maybe. They yeah. do. I mean, there's a house of blues in there, for, for yeah. God's sakes. Uh, but uh, California Adventure, they do yeah. as well. They also have, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, da, 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 da. They, they sell alcohol there. Yeah. Um, a winery. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, that's right. That's we right, that's spent right. many yeah. a day beating the heat over at the winery. Yeah. It's um, a good way to do it. You know what? I totally forgot about beating the heat. And just, you know, we're doing this at the closing, but it's okay. Now, you know, the obvious is the ice cream carts. You know, you got to get your Mickey bar or whatever frozen treat you want to have, the strawberry mm-hmm. bar. You know, that, that kind of, that's another way to keep you healthy. But that kind of goes along with, you know, staying hydrated or keeping yourself cool with some ice and stuff like that. Right. You can find, but anyway, I digress. But, you know, I can't believe I forgot about the Mickey bar. I love the Mickey I bar. I thought about the Mickey bars, but I mean, like, I, I don't know, like. You do get hot and sticky after <laughs> that. I was going to say, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna have a child with chocolate all over her face with yeah. <laughs> a stick sticking out of her hair. And yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know. That usually happens, yeah. That'll yeah. happen. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's soon to be. Check, you know, we'll soon have our website up, Magic Our Way. We're still working on that, trying to figure out uh, this, uh, what we want to do with it. So, again, if you have any suggestions of what you would like to see, which might be something different, you know, if, there's, if you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I like all these other Disney websites, but you know what? I, I wish they had this. Or wish they would do that. Or wish somebody would do this. Let us know. Maybe we'll do it. If we, you know, we probably we will. Could. Yeah, if we, we can probably afford will. it. We'll do it. Yeah, I'd like to. You know, part of the Disney community. I'd like to be able to contribute something. You know, if anything different or missing that's out there. Yeah, you know. fill a hole. Yeah, yeah. Just fill that little gap. Fill that little hole, and we'll we'll take care of it for you. Um, but if you like us, man, leave us a, a rating and a review in iTunes. You know. 
uh, give us a rating. If you if you do that, uh, we'll mention you on the air. We'll thank you. We'll thank you personally through the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll say, hey man, we appreciate you tweeting out or doing whatever or telling people on iTunes that hey, this this podcast is is cool and we enjoy listening to it and it's worth your time, right? Yeah, ask Lee. And then give and then click all those little yeah, ask Lee. That's right. <laughs> click all those little stars and give us a rating there. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. You keep track of when our latest episodes will come out and any other kind of random facts that we may want to post up there every now and then. Follow us on Twitter, at Magic Our Way. Um, you can check out some of our video, uh, 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 what do you call it? video statuses on keek.com, which is a little uh, video status update kind of a thing. Uh, we haven't had any new ones at the moment. Usually I reserve those for like when we're traveling or for mm-hmm. doing something special. But you can check some of the past videos out from my travels from uh, so last summer and a couple of summers ago. And you can see my attempt at a Grand Marnier slush, the different <laughs> ingredients of the stuff. You can see what I put into it. Um, maybe right. you can help me make my quest of uh, mastering the Grand Marnier slush. Yeah, I was going to say, now you say that, I should have put the, the lapu-lapu I made up there. Oh, the lapu-lapu would be great. Yeah. yeah, we could do a step-by-step. Maybe we'll do that. We'll start doing cool, refreshing drinks for the summer on mm. Keek and start putting videos up. Maybe we can do that. Maybe we can do that next week. I don't know. We'll see that for another show. Yeah. Um, again, if there's any topics or stuff that you want to hear us discuss or talk about, you know, make sure that you, uh, again, email us at magicrway at gmail.com. Are you going to expect a Monsters University review coming up soon? It comes oh, yeah. out next week. So we're going to try to catch that and give you our thoughts and opinions about it. Um, a couple other shows, you know, we've got some extinct attraction or not extinct attraction, but like Attractions that never happen kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe even play a little trivia game with you guys, you know, or whatever else. But anyway, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. We want to we know who's listening out there. Um, maybe we'll do a little contest or something, give something away, give some incentive, man. Talk to us. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, we, we definitely enjoy doing this show, and if there's anything that can make this better, you know, we, we'd love to do that for you. So anyway, on that note, you know, I am Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.